Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Dominic Coyote's podcast network serving the financial needs of nurses nationwide. I'm the co-host, Jeff Rediger. Dominic, uh, we got a very important subject today, so thanks for your um, your time this afternoon. Oh, it's my pleasure, Jeff. Yeah, I'm really excited about this subject. Okay, so we concluded the session last week on um, just the biggest uh, financial planning and retirement mistakes you see nurses making. And the big topic where most of the retirement is centered is on qualified plans, i.e. the thrift savings plan for federal employees, 403Bs for your state and local, 457s uh, on the deferred comp, and then 401Ks. So mm -hmm. I want to get into that topic today because there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of changes going on. And uh, let's first get into what exactly is, you know, a qualified plan and how does it differ than their defined benefit pension plan? Yeah, so a qualified plan, by, by definition, really, is a plan that they're allowed to uh, put in pre-tax dollars uh, and and save for the future for their retirement and defer any taxes on those contributions they're making until such time when they withdraw that money at retirement, presumably, or sometime after retirement, when they're 65 or 70 or, or beyond that. Um, and, you know, it's it's an attractive plan because it allows people to contribute those dollars without having to pay taxes on it right now. There is another side to that that we're going to get into in a future yeah. episode, by the way, we're going to save that for tax planning episode, uh, okay. but it, it doesn't always work out to everybody's benefit. I'll, I'll just say that. So with that being said, um, you know, and you and I have talked about this before. We get this question a lot. Do I keep my money in the, let's say, federal employee, the, the, because the expenses are so low, keep it in a thrift savings plan? keep it in the 403B or the 401K versus an IRA. So how do you handle that discussion? So not to over-focus on federal employees, but let's just take them as an example for a moment. Um, so their, their retirement package, um, whether you realize it or not, is broken down to three individual components. And all those components are United States federal government related uh, so it's of course there's their social security, their uh, FERS, their FERS annuity. I call it an annuity. Some people call it a pension. And then there's their TSP. So my first question to people when they call in and they say, "Gee, Dom, should I be here or should I be in a in another qualified IRA plan?" And my question back to that to them is, "Well, gee, do you want to have the U.S. government controlling all three of your retirement buckets? Don't you want to diversify a bit?" you know, away from the government. And then part two of that question is, um, I noticed that you have 100% of your retirement plan in the risk bucket and you're 62 years old, you're planning to retire in three years from now. How do you feel about that? How would you feel if we had another major market correction like we did back in March of this year when one of the TSP funds was down 30%? So I usually get, well, gee, I wouldn't feel good about that at all. So, you know, I like to look at it as three separate buckets in our retirement, Jeff. And 
and there's the risk bucket, which represents 403Bs, 457s, 401Ks, TSP. Uh, there's the, the guarantee bucket, which I'll get to in a second. And there's the, um, you know, the, uh, the, I call it the yellow bucket, the cautionary bucket. And that's your emergency fund, your emergency money, which people should generally have between three and six months salary in there. And that's very important. The, the bucket strategy is something you can go over with them. And at the end, we'll, we'll give out uh, information how they can get a hold of you for those that haven't um, listened in on our previous episode. So um, qualified plan money is not as simple as, and the distributions are not as, it's not as easy to plan as I think a lot of people think when they're accumulating. There's a lot of big decisions, taxation, like we just talked about IRA versus keeping it in the qualified money, when to take it, uh, which leads me to the final question for you. There's a lot of changes going on and um, um, can you give the audience what has happened at the end of 2019, qualified plan money, uh, some some codes were changed. Could you get into that a little bit? Well, some of the changes that occurred uh, at the end of 2019 going into 2020 are actually good changes. Um, uh, the, I'll give you one example. The RMD requirement, uh, the required minimum distributions, which means the age at which the government forces you to start withdrawing that qualified money uh, so they can get their tax money because they gave you a deal for all these years. That's been increased from age 70 and a half to 72. So it gives people another year and a half to plan for that, uh, you know, what, what's what's going to be evident in the future, that that tax right. burden they're going to have. That was That's long overdue. Yes, yes. Um, one of the other good things that came out uh, in the COVID pandemic is they've, you know, the, the there's there's an act that was created for people who either have COVID or their family was affected by somebody in their family, in their household, who was affected by COVID and or you know lost their job or something like that. Uh, they're allowing withdrawals from qualified plans without any penalties at all. If you're 59 and a half or under, uh, there's a 10% penalty, plus you have to pay taxes on ordinary income. For any monies you take out, you withdraw from your qualified plan, and they've waived that under certain conditions. You can take up to $100,000 out now, and that's good until the end of this year, so December 31st, 2020. Wow, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yep. So even more reason, uh, people need to reach out and uh, contact you with questions, uh, something that Dominic and his firm offer is a free consultation. So uh, Dominic's firm is not a non-profit, non non you know, we're, um, he's got to feed his family and he's got some children in college, but the initial consultation is of no cost. So you need to take advantage of that. And uh, let's tell the audience again, um, uh, give them your website so they can uh, look up more information on you if uh, they want to contact you directly. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's www. 
kayatifinancial.com, and Kayati is spelled C-A-I-A-T-I. So www.kayatifinancial.com. Okay. And uh, you can also reach uh, Dominic through our uh, toll-free number. That's 888-545-8840. 888-545-8840. Just let us know you attended this podcast. And we have two great websites where you can get uh, additional information. If you're a federal employee, go to fedchecklist.com. FEDchecklist.com. There you can post questions, comments. We'll get them to Dominic and his team to follow up with you. Any questions whatsoever on your benefits or financial planning. If you're state or local, uh, work at a university, then go to publicpensionchecklist.com. And that site's important because you can pull up through a third party group of economists your grade of your particular pension system. This is unbiased third party that has researched all public pensions across the country, and they're going to give you a very detailed grade on how your pension system is doing. And I think in the world we're in right now, you need to understand how solvent your pension is, because it has a major impact on your retirement. So uh, great information today, Dominic. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. So let's tell everybody the the next session. What are we going to be talking about? Yeah, so I'm excited about the next one. We're going to be talking about uh, proper Social Security planning. And I'll just give them a a tiny little tidbit. Uh, Most people don't realize this, but there's currently um, 700 and over 740 different combinations that a household couple could plan their social security retirement. It's become a very complex system from what it used to be 40 or 50 years ago. So looking forward to that. It was complex then. Yeah, you're right, it probably was, yeah. That's incredible. How how can people just make decisions today between what we just talked about, the changes in their qualified plans, uh, their pensions, I mean, wow. It's like walking down a dark hall in the dark, feeling your way around. You know, I, I just don't know how people do it without the proper guidance, Jeff. Oh, that's uh, that's job security for you. Yeah. All right. So look for our next episode to be uploaded next week. Uh, very important uh, session on Social Security. Uh, the nursing community, please share this with your community. Uh, those you work with, coworkers, uh, it's very important for each of you to have access to financial education. That's what we're here for. So uh, thanks to Dominic and our audience, and we'll be back next week. This concludes our session for today. Thank you, everybody.